1: now
3: Now, noblegoldinvestments.com. This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision.
4: Hello, everyone. Great to be live with you. Well, just in the past few days, thousands of cattle have died in Kansas alone. And it's all being blamed on a heat wave making national headlines. Let's look at video Of those cattle deaths, different media outlets are reporting anything between 2,000 and 10,000 dead cattle. Take a look at this. npr and the local news they're all citing the fact that the weather went above 100 degrees in kansas Uh, apparently this was southwest kansas although some people are saying some news media are reporting it was northwest kansas um i'm going to look at some key things the media is not reporting on uh associated with this and also get uh, my rancher friends take on this it's very hot in texas right now where i'm located and we've got a lot of ranchers here in texas too so we're going to get a full scale look at what the heck is going on as well as strange things that happened last year before we get into it shout out to the sponsor of my coverage now with inflation now at 8.5 percent and maybe higher don't you think you need to be smarter with your money. You need to grow it, not shrink it. We need financial freedom, not debt. Start a gold IRA with Noble Gold now, and you will be safe. And this month, for every cash deal above $20,000, you will get an incredible three-ounce silver American virtue coin completely free as a thank you, this cool one, in a case. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold. Call 877-646-5347 now to find... Out more. Uh, you can also visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Link down in description. A lot of people switching to gold and silver investments right now as weird things are happening with our economy. And a lot of those weird things entail the ar- uh, agriculture industry. Now, I heard back from my rancher friend here in Texas, Polk County. Um, it's just uh, around 100 degrees right now. A uh, high today is 99 in Texas. Uh, we've got a lot of ranchers. Now, my friend who owns a ranch said, um, he's aware, he said, quote, I'm aware of the recent die off in Kansas. Excessive daytime, nighttime heat, calm wind, and high humidity can be catastrophic on cattle, especially dark black hided tight cattle. Factor in they were at a feedlot and the stress associated with that, a perfect storm. So he's saying, he can see how it could happen. He sent me a picture of his cattle here in Texas. They're doing just fine even with their dark hides. Um, but we're hearing from countless ranchers in in Kansas who say they have never heard of something like this happening. And let me show you the NBC headline on this. At least 2,000 cattle dead in Kansas heat adding pain to beleaguered industry. Kansas is the third largest U.S. cattle state behind Texas and Nebraska with more than 2.4 million cattle in feedlots. At least 2,000 Kansas cattle have died in recent days amid soaring temperatures and high humidity. According to the Kansas Department of Health and Environment, Kansas is the third largest U.S. cattle state behind Texas and Nebraska with more than 2.4 million cattle in feedlots. The deaths add pain to the U.S. cattle industry as producers have reduced herds due to drought and grappled with feed costs that climbed as Russia's invasion of Ukraine tightened global grain supplies. Ukraine is one of the leading exporters of corn in the world. So they're getting hit hard from left and right. Um, The local news covering this as well. I like to look at at the local news in whatever region uh, is covering it, because sometimes the local news is not so strangled by a national narrative. This is KSN.com, 2,000 head of cattle die in Kansas heat. Wichita News reports at least 2,000 head of cattle died during the heat in southwest Kansas last weekend. The Kansas Department of Health and Environment confirms the loss and the cause of death, quote, the combination of, of high temperatures, humidity, and not a lot of wind made it difficult for the cows to stay cool. Matt Lara, KDHE communications director said that stands for Kansas Department of Health and Environment. The KSN storm tracker three weather team said the high temperature was 102 degrees in and around Garden City and Dodge City on Saturday and Sunday. The mornings were humid and the wind speed uh, range from 7 to 11 miles per hour. So there was a little bit of wind. I wanted to look at what's going on with temperatures there, what's typical there. You know, they've for, for years and years, they've been a huge cattle state, okay, third biggest uh, producer in the nation. I went to accuweather.com and looked at last year's uh, temperatures. Now, you know, June is just the beginning of the summer, so let's look ahead to when the summer really gets hot. Turns out in August 2021, I have the page pulled up here, accuweather.com, it was blistering then as well. You look at August uh 2021, end of the month, August 30th, 102 degrees, August 31st, 106 degrees. Now, that is four degrees higher Than the temperature the local news reported that killed 2,000 plus cattle. Okay, that Monday into Tuesday, it's a, a way, you know, significantly above 100 degrees. Going into Wednesday, stays hot, 103 degrees. And then Thursday, 100 degrees. So a four day streak, a triple digit temperatures, including two of those days being hotter than the days this past weekend that allegedly killed the cattle. And uh, this is, uh, I typed in sublet uh, Kansas, which is southwest Kansas in the same county, reportedly the county where those cattle died. So the exact same location, even worse temperatures last August, yet we didn't hear of this happening last August. And when we look at the news reports on this, they're not talking about how common is this? When has this happened in the past? It's like it's a it's a first-time thing. And that many cattle just dropping dead in one, one, one little region. You know, it's been hot in a lot of parts of America. It's been scorching hot here in Texas. Big heat wave here in Texas. Uh, as you guys probably know, this week is the anniversary of me – leaving fox last last year and when i left fox what was i reporting on i was reporting on a blistering heat wave guess what we have the exact same weather this week this year here in texas that we had this week last year scorching hot in texas scorching hot in kansas we're not hearing about the cattle deaths in in texas though it's hot in a lot of places uh so what the heck's going on so if you look at the official government weather website let's look back on history and how common it is for it to get this hot okay so this is the national weather service weather.gov i typed in garden city kansas uh which is the one of the cities named by that local news report as the region where these cattle dropped dead. we look through history uh, for the last century plus, I looked at June temperatures. Here, I actually linked this website, this page, down in my description so you guys can search through this yourself. It says in ni- 1974, the highest temperature in June was 106 in southwest Kansas. 1978, 105 in southwest Kansas. 103 degrees in southwest Kansas in June in 1980. 1981, it was 104 degrees in June in Southwest Kansas. 1985, it was 108 degrees in June in Southwest Kansas. Actually, it hit the hundreds plus a couple times that year in June. 1988 hit 105 degrees in Southwest Kansas in June. Okay. 2002 hit 105, same area, same month, it hit 102 degrees. 2006, it hit 105 degrees in Southwest Kansas in June. In 2011, it hit 109 degrees in Southwest Kansas in June. In 2012, it hit 109 degrees in Southwest Kansas in June. Then again, That same month, June 2012, it hit a whopping 112 degrees in southwest Kansas in June. I don't have any reports on how many cattle died that time, which was a whole 10 degrees hotter than the temperature reported by the local news that killed 2,000 plus cattle. Then again, same month. Same year, June 2012, it hit 109 degrees. June 2012, again, it hit 108 degrees, 108 degrees, again, 105 degrees again. June of 2012 was a scorching hot year in southwest uh, southwest Kansas. Wonder how many cattle died. 108 degrees in southwest Kansas in June of 2013. 107 degrees in 2013, June. Okay, it keeps, keeps going, you guys. Um, pretty much almost, almost every year going up here. Um, 2021, last year in June, according to the National Weather Service, it hit temperatures of 105, 106, and 104, all in the month of June. In 2021, okay. And we didn't hear about thousands of cattle dying in Southwest Kansas last June. So what the heck is going on? Why did this many cattle die this time around? Maybe it's like uh, my rancher friend here in Texas said, a perfect storm. I don't know. But I just thought that was really interesting. I'm wondering why. The media is not investigating, you know, they're just saying, you know, it was the weather. Take the USDA's word for it, you know, take agricultural officials' word for it was the weather. Yet the weather in southwest Kansas, according to National Weather Service, is that way very, very often. That's apparently summers get scorching hot. In Southwest Kansas. So what was different this year? I want to know. And uh, we've got our friend Robbie Starbuck chiming in on this. He says, uh, quote, they did not die of extreme heat. I talked to multiple ranchers since I saw this video, one from Kansas, and they all say, this needs to be investigated ASAP to get to the bottom of this because there's no way heat caused, uh, up to 10,000 cattle to drop dead. This is not normal. Yeah, the, uh, description in that, that first video I showed you at the beginning of my YouTube, which Robbie is sharing here, said it was 10,000 cattle. Most of the mainstream media is saying 2,000 plus. Uh, but some of the reports, uh, note that the the number that's been counted so far is only the number that is known based on ranchers asking for help, reporting the deaths, asking for help moving the dead cattle. So there may be ranchers out there who have not requested help for their dead cattle, and therefore the number may be much higher than 2,000 cattle. Uh, Robbie goes on to say the Kansas rancher said it was hot but not not temps they've never seen before. They said it could be as simple as a lack of water access or something else, but that the heat alone does, doesn't does explain it. Many possibilities, but all of them agree it wasn't the heat. The rancher also said they aren't sure it was 10,000 cows that died. Uh, they're hearing 3,000 plus, but said it's still just bizarre. At any rate... I've seen many estimates, thousands of calves died and the ranchers say heat makes no sense as their cattle experience the same with zero deaths. So his friends who are ranchers there said that, you know, they, it was high on their ranches and none of their cattle died. So, so what happened in this little region, people are trying to figure out and it's sketchy to a lot of people as to why that is. I found this Lancet report on, um, this is a, a, a Lancet study on heat stress because uh, media reports say that it was, quote, heat stress that caused these deaths. Lancet study from last year, quote, impacts of heat stress on global cattle production during the 21st century. They are, they're studying how heat stress affects cattle in these past few years and projecting how that is going to affect the production of meat and milk in the coming years, estimating um, figures up to mid-century 2045 and then up to 2085. And they're saying that heat stress is only going to increase due to climate change and therefore we are going to see significantly less production of milk and meat due to that. Now I searched the word death and I found just one area where they're talking about death. Um, so this, this big study, uh, basically it appears that death is not a big result of heat stress. Heat stress can just cause a, a cow to, I guess, produce less milk or meat. But it doesn't always kill the cow, except for where they talk about it right here. Quote: The total reduction in meat production due to reduced um, DMI, which I understand is the intake of intake of food, that what the cow is intaking, was then calculated. In some situations, we found that the reduction in dietary MJ uh, metaboliz- uh, metabolizable energy per TLU exceeded the energy content of the baseline meat production per TLU um, in that system in that country. Yeah, there's too many acronyms in here. Um, in, in these cases, the additional energy loss was allocated to animal deaths in on the basis that maintenance energy requirements would not be able to be supplied to those animals. Mortality in the adult dairy herd was treated in the same way and the adult animal losses from the dairy herd added to the animal losses from the beef herd. So as you can tell, heat stress has led to deaths of cattle in the past. According to this Lancet study, they're not, um, not naming numbers here, but this is not the first time that heat stress has been associated with cattle deaths. Um, the Lancet making the argument that climate change is to blame. And by the way, That goes right with a huge mainstream media narrative. And guys, you want to know who broke the news about mainstream or about the climate change being the next hype? It was Project Veritas doing an undercover video with a CNN director Uh, last April. They released this video. Uh, Project Veritas went on a few dates with a CNN director and he spilled the beans. Their first focus of the mainstream media was to take down Trump. Once that was successful, they were going to switch to climate change. Uh, Let's hype everyone up about climate change. So if you know, if we can have a bunch of cattle die and blame the heat Maybe people will get hysterical about climate change. It was last April that they spilled the beans on this strategy. Here it is. Our focus was.
1: No fighterflare.com
3: to get Trump
5: out of office, right? Without saying it, that's what it was, right? So our next thing is going to be for climate change. Awareness. Do you think it's going to be just like a lot of like fear? like
4: Climate.
5: Yeah, fear sells. Fear sells. No one ever says those things out loud, but it's obvious. And what is it you do? A technical director one step down from the director. Right.
4: There it is. So it's not even surprising to see the media hype this stuff up and blame all these deaths on the heat, even though it's always—I mean, I showed you the National Weather Service numbers from uh, de- past decades. It's always always gets that hot. It always gets into the triple digits in Kansas. So, what's really going on? It's clearly not not just the heat. Maybe the heat was a contributing factor. Obviously, the cattle are dead. We saw the video. But what's really going on? This reminds me of the fifth plague in in, in the Bible. Uh, God plagued the Egyptians with killing, um, all their cattle, but the Israelites cattle were okay. Um, so some, some cattle in Kansas were fine. This little section of Kansas got zapped. Why was that? Very interesting stuff. But let me just say, uh, this is not the first time that we have heard, about our foods being destroyed, we've talked about the food plant fires. Okay, now I talked about this um, a few weeks ago on my YouTube, and I had I did extensive research, looked through the various fires that had happened. I saw that there were indeed uh, fires happening at food plants across America almost every week this year, if not a couple in in one week at some point and then i and then i looked at other plant fires and factory fires and me being a a reporter on the ground for basically the past decade having been at factory fires now i live in houston texas which is a big oil and gas producer so they have a lot of oil and gas plants and those catch fire every year there's one of these these uh Oil and gas factories catch fire, so it, I, you know, I've looked at factories and and seen how there's a million things that can go wrong in their equipment that can cause a fire, and so I thought all that through, and I said, is this is this unlikely? You know, how how likely is this? How normal is this? And it seemed like it was somewhat normal, you know, to have one food plant across the entire nation catch fire in a week. And so to a certain extent, I wonder if it's being overhyped, the destruction of agriculture. But you see weird things like this, you know, sudden deaths of that many cattle in one little area and the heat of all heat of all things is being blamed. And it just gets a little fishy. You know, then just last week, I encourage you guys to go to GatewayPundit.com. I'm not going to show the website because YouTube doesn't like Gateway Pundit, but Gateway Pundit last week put out a list of 98 uh, food plant fires or destruction of food in one manner or another um, that have happened just since Biden became president. So, you know, it's a very thorough list and they actually hyperlink to more details on the exact, you know, what exactly happened. And it's a pretty compelling list. And it really, it makes you think because almost all of these are huge. I mean, these are not small little incidents. I mean, we're talking about Eighty-three thousand ducks destroyed at a a duck farm in in Pennsylvania. Now this duck farm in Berks, Pennsylvania, comes up a few times in the list. So, uh, well, I guess there's actually multiple farms in that area. So I I looked that up, and what's actually happening is um, illness is sweeping through various uh, flocks of of, um, foul birds. Uh, look, here's a, here's a one local report Two Berks County farms released from avian influenza control area. So the flu was striking the chickens and the ducks and, and killing them and causing, um, the plants to shut down because they don't want to be, um, selling customers flu infected meat i guess so countless things in addition to fires strange pestilence is sweeping food production as well and you know the more you look at it, the more you do scratch your head like okay this is pretty weird i mean so many of these cases it's just huge destruction i mean one one factory i think it was oregon the the factory said we're shutting down for the entire next year we're laying off hundreds of staff because this thing this place has been absolutely devastated so all the food they were producing there is going to be done for for the next year you know looking at some of these um Factories. I mean, there there's one. A hundred and eighteen thousand turkeys destroyed in South Dakota. Hundred fourteen thousand ducks destroyed. Um, Pennsylvania. Hundred eighteen thousand turkeys destroyed in Minnesota. I mean, huge, huge destruction. What is going on? So two million chickens destroyed at an egg farm in Minnesota. So it makes you wonder it really makes you wonder what the heck is going on. I mean, things can go wrong at at big factories, but for this many huge factories, it it just makes you scratch your head about it. Now I want to bring up something that has stuck in my mind since last year, strange TikTok videos from farmers who, you know, don't have a reason to contrive an elaborate lie, you know, and, and the video I'm about to show you, the farmer presents documentation from the USDA, United States Department of Agriculture, asking him, you know, saying, we will pay you to destroy your crops. So before I, uh, show you this video, I am on YouTube, so I'm going to show you an article that YouTube likes. Hey, YouTube, check out this fact checker. It says, no, the government isn't paying farmers to destroy their crops. The Farm Bureau, the USDA, and several farmers popular on social media all say that the government is not paying farmers to destroy crops. Numerous viewers have sent verify videos about uh, farmers claiming The federal government is paying them to destroy their crops or withhold subsidies until they destroy their crops. Some farmers posted the videos. Anyway, the fact checker says it's not true. So there you go, YouTube gods. We have a fact checker saying it's not true. Now I am going to show you the video of a farmer in Nebraska, which is next door to Kansas where the beef cattle died. Okay, this is, uh, this is the next state over, huge agricultural region of America. This farmer last year is saying exactly the opposite of what the fact checker says. Here it is.
1: Well, TikTok, I finally got my letter yesterday, um, the letter asking you to destroy some crop. Along with the letter, I had to sign for a certified package, um, which included these. These two uh, binders, and then of course this three-ring binder on how to properly dispose of your crops. And as you can tell, it's on government paper. And as you can tell, um, this here is the affected area in my section of the county. Um, closest town, and of course you can't run away. They even know where you live. So from the county tracks, then they break it down into these individual farm tracks that you have to destroy. And you can see the, the crop or the field. Their hair. As long as we're together, it don't matter where. Field maps I've shown you was all contracted corn to Anheuser-Busch. It was to be shipped to the Colorado Brewery for the production of Bush Light. If I was you, I'd be getting stocked up on Bush
3: Light.
4: Interesting. Interesting. So, I don't know, did that farmer come up with an er- elaborate lie and make fake paperwork? I doubt it. I think there is, uh, I think the dude is telling the truth and he's not the only one. Several farmers put out videos sa- saying the same, not only saying the same, but some of these farmers showed video of themselves pouring, uh what appeared to be oil or some sort of black substance over their uh, crops to kill them. Some farmers showed video of themselves using a lawnmower to just mow down the crops um, not not harvest them uh, because the governor wanted government the USDA USDA wanted to pay them one a hundred and fifty percent of of what they would get paid if they harvest it so um, even more money if they simply destroy it now is that so hard to believe when we see other articles, past articles of similar situations. Here is CNBC reporting Biden's climate change strategy looks to pay farmers to carb carb, carbon, to curb carbon footprint. The Biden administration is looking to steer farm aid from the USDA's commodity credit corporation to encourage carbon emissions reduction on farms by Adapting more regenerative practices, experts estimate that American farmers can sequester a large enough portion of emissions to avert a climate catastrophe if the government supports the farmers who are getting good results, everyone else will follow, uh, said a fourth generation cattle rancher. So they've, you know, the government has actually been in, embedded with the agriculture industry for some time and there's this other article from politico uh a program that pays farmers not to farm isn't saving the planet did you guys know Politico's reporting it's been decades that the government has been paying certain farmers to not farm says here quote a decades-old program that pays farmers to leave land fallow is being Heralded by the Biden administration as a climate solution, but environmentalists don't see it that way. Now, farmers get subsidies every year for their agriculture work. I'm sure it's uh, the same with with cattle and um, poultry. Uh, they they get subsidized to to offset taxes um far the farming industry has been in bed with the government for many many moons and actually i grew up in an agricultural region of wisconsin and and my neighbors each year that we, we would drive past their farms uh, at harvest time they would always have a a slim strip of corn they would have several slim strips of corn that they did not harvest that stood straight up. They would harvest all the corn except for a few little strips of corn. And I was like, why is that? Well, the reason they would do that was so that the government could come in and survey their, uh, their crops and see how, how corn production was that year. And then I guess allocate subsidies appropriately is what I was told. Um, so, you know, every year they, they'd have the big brother government coming in, patting their, patting their back, giving their, uh, you know, padding their wallets. So, you know, these farmers have been very closely associated with the government for many moons. So if the government tells them to destroy something, you know, they, they are doing it as they said themselves on TikTok. Now I'm just wondering, if by chance some accident happens at a farm where, you know, accidentally some cows got too hot and a bunch of them died, how much does their big buddy government come in and help them? What is the deal between these farmers and the government if they accidentally lose half, half of their cattle? How much is the government going to come in and pat their back and pad their wallets What is the deal? I would guarantee you that rancher who just lost 2,000 plus cattle is going to get a big reward from the government for losing those cattle. So I want to know what's really going on monetarily. The first journalist I ever met said, follow the money. And I think there's something more to this that the rancher is possibly not so sad that they just lost that many cattle. I have, I have a lot of questions. I'm sure you guys do too. And it's, it's not looking good, you know, for, for the food supply, but it is only 2000 out of, out of millions. So I'm sure it's going to be fine. Oh, Oh, but I am going to shout out my the sponsor of my coverage, which is My Patriot Supply, because honestly, this is we're at a time in history where you probably you probably want this. This, this is an emergency food kit. So, link down in my description will get you 150 dollars off a four week emergency food supply. Um, good idea to stock up on stuff like this. Um, Because, as you can see, we're at a no-joke point in history where some really weird things are happening. And, you know, Biden said it himself in March that there will be huge shortages. There will be huge shortages in our food. So, you know... Link down in my description, My Patriot Supply. Um, it's actually preparewithivory.com is my official website. Just type in preparewithivory.com. If you order through my link, you get your big discount. Um, checking out your comments now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, weighing in on your, your comments. Uh, thank you for the support, the donations, and the super chats. I, I did see some super chats here. I'm trying to find them. Um I got to hire a producer to help me with these broadcasts because right now it's all it's all me. Ooh, here we go. Well done, Hecker. Keep researching and asking the hard questions. Thank you so much, sir, for for the super chat and the comment. Um, and this one. Uh, silver is a good buy now, says Phil. Thank you for the super chat. Yes, it is, Phil, and clearly silver's working out for you because you can afford to send me a very nice super chat. I I really appreciate that. People are preserving their money with gold and silver right now. So I encourage you to hit my link down in the description and get a free gold guide from Noble Gold, the the proud sponsor of my coverage. You want to buy from a company that supports independent journalists like me. What up guys? Thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah, I had to put the fact checker up there because um <laughs> Oh, you're going to get me in trouble for saying the earth is flat? YouTube's going to fact check the heck out of me. Uh yeah, you know, I had to bring up a fact check website so that YouTube will like me. But as as we all know, those fact check websites are rubbish. I found that out firsthand when I directly quoted an IT expert who testified before Wisconsin State Legislature on the election investigation and his findings, directly quoted him. And fact checkers came swarming and said that I was making up lies. So It's pretty freaking sad. These fact checkers are a disgrace, but if I can bring up their articles to preserve my YouTube channel right now, that helps me stay in business as an independent journalist. Although all my YouTubes do feed over to Rumble and BitChute. My BitChute audience is getting kind of big. Shout out to BitChute. Uh, Rumble audience is still pretty weak. Don't get a lot of views on there. If we can get enough views on alternative websites, we can drop YouTube and that'd be cool. Oh, Jimmy Dore 2024. I recently... Thanks for the super chat, Green. Um, I recently heard about that guy. I need to look up who he is, you know. I've um, had my mainstream blinders on for many moons um, just until this past year. So now I'm catching up on what all is going on in the, you know, independent journalism world. And it's a lot. And I hear that Jimmy Dore is a pretty cool guy, so... Anyway, thanks so much for tuning in and we will see you guys tomorrow for troop bombs. See you then.
1: now.